Well, I am Bobby Davis. I am sings, I sing, and I used to sing with a group called The Sensations in, from Jamaica. I came here with Dave and Ansel Collins when we had a number one hit called Double Barrel in the 60s. Yes. I, like I said, I was born in Jamaica, and I was schooled in J Jamaica, and I played um, football, cricket, and tennis, and things like that, you know, and then I got into a group called The Sensations, and we recorded over the years, yeah, myself and Dave Barker, Jackie Paris, and uh, Brian, yeah, Radcliffe Brian, who knows plays with um, Toots and the Matels, he's the, the guitarist in that group. And I came to England with the Double Barrel team and we were here for quite a while and we're still here, you know, and we're still doing what we normally did. I started working normally here as a dialeride driver, that is a, a bus that takes old people or people with, with um, disabilities to the market or to the shops, wherever they want to go and take them back home. Yeah, I am now retired, and I'm just relaxing. Well, I've always been in Brent. Yes, there's no special reason. I just go where I could find somewhere. Simple as that. Well, I'm predominantly living in, a, in the black section of Brent, you know. Brent is quite a nice place if you live in there, you know what I'm saying? But um, what I find in Brent is that um, there's a lack of communication with the outside when I wouldn't I wouldn't say outside where like with the, the 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 preparations that is in Brent for the young people and things it's, it's lacking you see and that seems to be the only problem we have in Brent because I'm sure if these young people had a better had better opportunities they would be more reasonable you know but me I live here and they all know me so I'm okay well, in, in terms of my connection with reggae music, that was the music that I was brought up on. We started out doing ska, yes, in the beginning, and then it elevated to rocksteady, and then it went on to reggae music, which is now the, 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 the popular type of music because even the culture vibes is done in reggae. So reggae itself is how we communicate with one another and we still do functions where we do reggae music we go out and we sing and just do reggae music because that's what we do soul yes but that's not what we are we are reggae culture vibes people because i mean let's say i mean we are the number one it this is how it, it developed we were uh, back home in jamaica and we were making music us you know with uh, winston riley and the rest of us we had a little connection with um, Jew Creed, Trojan, and we were sending music over from Jamaica to England, to Trojan, and that's how we got the hit anyway. You know, the double barrel, Rascal Garden, uh, uh, his name was, was a DJ on the radio, and he kept playing just snippets of the song, and then People were phoning and asking him, why don't you play this song? And he did. And it's, it went straight into the charts. That has developed us in the music because we had an opportunity to come to Britain to perform the reggae music. So that, that's, that's one area that we were connected. All of us, Winston Francis, all of us came and we, we did what we did because we all had um, recognized the songs 
from before, you know. So that kind of helped us. So we were always out there in the field of reggae, just doing what we do best, you know. And now the young people are doing it, so it's continuing. My influence has contributed to the reggae story in London because of um, where we find ourselves inside. You know, sometimes we are out there singing for, for kids. We, 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 just, we just happened to what was necessary. We never refuse from doing anything. We do a lot of charities and things like that. So that is how the influence came because our kids also grew up on the music, reggae music, not on ska, although they hear them. Yeah, but they're more into reggae side of things. And it has given them a, 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 an aptitude to, to develop reggae music in a cultural form. You know, in my time, we were like doing it, love, you know, lovers. We were singing to the ladies then, put it that way. But nowadays, the reggae music has turned to a cultural vibe where, where they're actually telling you what's going on and what they need to develop themselves, you know. And, you know, m reggae music has been held back for such a long time, you know, but that's the way everything goes anyway. Well, I wouldn't say that reggae music developed my career. Yes, I had already been developed before I came here. Yet it wasn't reggae music, as I said before. It was simply music. Unless we would take an American song and we would turn it into a lover's rock or a, a, a um, rock steady or ska, you know. So the reggae music, we developed reggae music. Reggae music didn't develop, develop up, you know. We brought that music forward from the, the genre of music that we did. So reggae, reggae music doesn't actually, we brought reggae music to the forefront, yes. We were like pioneers then and we kept going. Yes, and all the other young people who listened to us during that part, they get into it, and now they're doing it while we just sit back. Where do I experience reggae in Brent now? I think it's all over in Brent. Yeah, Brent is typically uh, a cultural music, yes, cultural music area, yes. You'll go anywhere in Brent and you'll hear reggae music. I'm not saying you don't hear the other type, you know, but they we're talking about reggae, so that's what you'll hear. If you go into any one of the, uh, on the high street, you'll see reggae shops, or this, that's all they sell, reggae music, and you'll hear reggae music being played on the street. In terms of finding about reggae events, it go on the media. It's all over Facebook and YouTube and the rest of it. You know, so that has also been a great help, yes, as to finding where the music is being played, at what time, just like that, just like that. Well, it was um, the, 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 the format, yes, and uh, it was um, ska, rhythm and blues first, which is that, that, that type of jazz, you know. That was called, that came from the, the United States, you know, came from America. And um, our producers like um, Coxon, yes, who was one of the main producers, and Drew Creed and King Edward, some people like that, they would go abroad and they would buy these um, seven inches record and they would come back and they had artists, because they had studios. So what they would do is try to 
transform the music, the re the um, R&B music, yes, and the, you should have been in that place last night, you know, Rude Boy, the story of Trojan, and that is, was quite good, actually, because um, I didn't even know that the, the, the ska music itself was actually done on the guitar itself, where uh, a brother by the name of Clue J and his band. They were playing rhythm and blues, and he said to the, um, the guitarist, let the guitar go ska, 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 and that's, that's how the name generate. We get ska from that. Got the guitar plays it's the, the chipping sound, the ska sound. And then we move on. We went into, like, Rocksteady. No, not Rocksteady. What is the next move? It was ska into Rocksteady, yes, and then Rocksteady, into, well, Lover's Rock, they say, was created in in London. Yes, that's they say. That's they say. And um, from Rocksteady, it went into reggae music. So it's about four different generations up to reggae, you know. But it was all good, you know. The music was flourishing within that time because, you know, you had the skinheads and things like that, and they were well involved into the music. I mean, they were like the protector of the scar. Yes, that's how, that's how the Jamaican music actually broke because of the skinheads, you know. I love them, you know. I've been to band dances and they're all there and they're such a happy bunch of guys, you would believe it. You know, they're stomping down the place, but they're into the music. They took the music to another level. Yes, because they were buying the music and they were always there, always there for the music. So that is how I see it. My favorite Reggae track. Oh, I tell you what, it's called um, There's a Natural Mystic Blowing Through the Year. Bob Marley and the Wailers, Natural Mystic. Because there's so much going on in that music. Yes, he's actually seeing something. Yes, he said, There's a Natural Mystic Blowing Through the Year. Yes, that means something is about to happen. Yes, that is why that particular track is my favorite track. I love Bob Marley anyway, you know. He can't do nothing wrong for me, yes. I, I have all his records in my collection, just like I don't have mine, yeah, but I have his. <laughs> the first record I ever purchased, I really don't know. That is so long ago, yes. That is way, way back in the 60s. So I, I would not be able to tell you, because I don't think I really bought a lot of records, you know. I started out making records, so the first record that I really had wouldn't be a, uh, a reggae record that I would have bought. I would have probably bought one of those American style. I love the shy lights and the, the, uh, the stylistics, that type of singing, you know. I like that type of singing. And Curtis Mayfield, of course. I went to listen to reggae music in my car, and at home. I don't go to clubs. I can't move that fast, you know, when, when they start, you know. Because <laughs> with our music, there's always something going on, you know. Well, I would say that, that reggae music didn't actually, I think it's the other music that actually came and brought reggae music into being. Like I was saying, the, the ska and the rest of it was before. It's just the development of the music and the people that were involved in it that caused it to move along to this stage where we are now, which is reggae music. And of course, reggae music has had 
influence. Well, all of the, the, the genre of, of, of Jamaican music, right, that's, has had influence in stages as we go along, you know. I've mentioned to you that the skinhead took it from the, from the scar into another, and they kept going, and it kept going. Right now it's in this, uh, in this state where the music is there. What the problem is with our music is that there's no one too anxious to, to really work with our type of music, where it have to be like a, it's, it's, a, it's a black thing, put it like that, and it's only black producers who are actually trying to, you know, we don't get a lot of airplay, as you know, on the mainstream. Our, our music is held back. It's not that it's not good music. It is good music. But sometimes when another group, which is an English group, a little mixed group or whatever you, if they take a song and do it, it will go because they have the backing of the, the, the industry. I'm not coloring no industry. I'm just saying the industry. And they will go because, I mean, Trojan Record was the only record producing our producers that actually paid an interest in the Jamaican music. Not that they weren't making money from it, they were. You know, everybody made money from reggae music and still is making money from it. Or it would have died a long time ago if it wasn't feasible for money to be made from it. Well, at this, at this time, at this time, the the, the 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 community, I would I don't know how they do it. I know there are little dances and things like that going on, but it's it's not like the ones that I knew. You know, when 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 we were like going to dances, we still have house dances. Somebody would clear out the front room, yes, and we would have a big party going. Now now it's more organized and thing like that. You know, so it's what I find as the music progresses, is that the people who are involved with the music, like say the DJs and things, that's the reason why I don't go out to, um, to listen to the reggae music, because you don't hear the music. All you see is one brother up there, and he, he plays the music for eight bars, 12 bars, and it's all about himself, you know. If you take your, your, your wife or your, you know, your girlfriend, your partner to, uh, a, a dance, you can't enjoy it because there's nothing going on. It's just one guy up there and he's just going and it's all about him, you know what I'm saying? And, and the others who follow him. So I couldn't tell you, I don't go to dance, you know. But as, I, I will, as you can see, as you know, it is still going on. So something must be happening. Then reggae music impacted us in a way that we were actually, in the beginning, we all wanted to be dressed like the Americans did. You don't see that today. A guy just go on stage in a shirt and, and he's going now. Before that, we used to dress up like a group. You know, we had, the, 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 everything was made to look. Whether if the color is different, it doesn't really matter, but it looked good. And our movements, cause we, in the beginning, we copied the Americans. Yes, because remember, we, when we started out, we was going on stage and singing soul music and things like that, because we hadn't yet learned, yes, how to get into the reggae thing. That was, it's only when ska started, yes, that the reggae thing came in, and we did that. We went through it, we take songs, turn them into reggae, we made our own songs right up to this point, and then people like Bob Marley and um, Burning Spears and Abyssinians, you know, started this culture thing, yes. 
and it, it just it just took on, you know. And now we have this um, other style which is called the dancehall, yeah, dancehall style, which is going as well. I don't listen to that. I mean, the music is not bad, but it's just the, the influence, the lyrics that's in the songs are terrible, you know. So I don't make that a point, you know. But the music is good. They're talking that the dancehall is like they're dropping out the bass and whatever. That was being done long, long time. Even in the early days of Lovers Rock and things like that, I used to make a thing called version, where they put on the B-side of the original, yes, which is singing through. And then what they would do on the B-side, they call it version. Now they call it dancehall, yes. It's just the same thing. Nothing changed. Same thing. Well, with reggae music changing my attitude, I don't think so. You know, I don't. I still like a nice ska and a nice rock steady, a lovers rock. You know, reggae music is out there and it is representing us. It didn't change me because I grew up following the the, the genre of music to reggae music up to this point. Well, I think the media, uh, the media, how they responded. Well, I don't know, don't know. Sometimes you'll hear things happening, and most of the time, it's it's because of the people who are actually putting the things together, you know. And uh, reggae music, you have to like reggae music to understand what's happening, right? There's a lot of people outside, you know our culture who is really involved all over the world. Reggae is worldwide. Yes, everybody knows of reggae music. Just as if you, you, you'd know about soul music. Reggae is the same thing, you know. And the media, well, there's not a lot of publicity unless we ourselves do it. You know, all the people who are involved get it on the media. Well, I tell you what, this is the reggae music. How it changed the culture, it kind of bring back the youth them back to their own culture. Yes, the Jamaican culture. Right now, you'll find the, um, the youth them singing, and if you listen to the lyrics, you know, they're chopping words, you know. You know, not like they're not pronouncing like how the English, the English way. They're not pronouncing it that way. They're talking about Jamaica. That's why they even have a Bible now we deal with the, that kind of language, you know. So, they are getting back into the roots of things. They are getting to understand and getting to know, right? Maybe it's because of what's been going on and things like that. Don't ask me what's been going on because I don't know. But whatever it is, is bringing the, um, the youth back to their original culture. They are now understanding what it is to be black. I believe, this is my belief, that um, reggae music has always been, yes, a, a, a movement of black people, right? Now, there's different communities, right? They have different feel, they have different culture, yes? But if you go into any community, yes, worldwide, I ain't talking about just Britain, anywhere in the world you go, and you play reggae music, they can, yes, they can alert to it. They know of it. And we have Bob Marley to thank for that, you know, because he went all over, yes? Some people say he's, he's not, he don't do reggae, but it depends on what you call reggae, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know if you have a lot of sound system in bread that impact 
any culture. Like I was saying, you know, I'm not really into the, 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 the dance side of things, so I don't know. I know there are sound systems in Brent because when, when, when they have carnivals and things like that, yes, you see sound system all over the place. Every little corner you go, a sound is set up and they are playing reggae music. Yes, that's the culture, reggae music. It will be preserved. The, 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 the legacy will be preserved. Yes, them say music alone shall live under the sun and the Matabo reggae music too. So it will always be there from generation to generation. At one point, I'd really say Brent becoming totally black. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. <laughs>